Want y'all to help sing this next one? Real simple. <laughs> ready? Are you ready? I'm ready. <laughs> lick it up. Lick it up. Oh boy. Come on, lick it out. <laughs> and this is five minutes Come and on, 47 people. seconds. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, we only got five minutes oh, left. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, this is from a kiss show that was just released uh, this week. It's from 2004. Just, they figured, hey, we better release this random recording of Lick It Up from Virginia Beach in 2004. <laughs> yeah, sure. Uh, that's um, that's called Gene needs to remodel his bathroom. That's <laughs> all that the, that is. From the Spotify royalties from one live track from 16, <laughs> 17 years ago. Hey, I'm gonna, it doesn't right even now? have a play count yet. Oh, now it's we're the only people who listen to it. <laughs> they got the whole spring food. Excuse me. Radio Spring Food listenership in on this now. Mm. Now, the thing about this performance of this song is it's really bad. <laughs> it's not good. Yeah, you know, I did text you about this whenever you suggested that we start the show with this. And I, I said, man, this track is wild. Gotta confess, I only made it 45 seconds in and uh -huh. stopped it there. I died. <laughs> I didn't actually get to the music, which is, yes, very bad. <laughs> it's unfortunate that we can't have our old friend from the band, Paul Stanley, come tell us about this. It's really like he's here, though. It's, uh, <laughs> it's kind of astounding, like, how his stage presence really matches his presence presence. Yeah, unfortunately, ah. I, we can't call him in because his neighbors might be disturbed. <laughs> Mm -hmm. <laughs> by that or his cats yeah yeah I get that because it is probably pretty early in the morning where he is uh -huh. <laughs> and it would be maybe abnormal to be shouting lick it up <laughs> anyway I'm done with this <laughs> how are you doing Dan welcome to volume 2 of Radio Spring Food the new format uh, that Dan and I are, are doing here my name's Andy <laughs> like you don't know my that. name is dan i did know that actually and uh andy it is good to want to do the show again <laughs> it sure is i've really been looking forward to it <laughs> oh boy so have I. I i i'm so excited for the new format it's it's really fun it, it's been a, a a little dream of mine to, to totally. do a music podcast and uh you know wh why not yeah, I've been more into listening to music and seeking out new music since we decided this is what we were going to do. And yet most of the stuff I'm going to play is stuff that I've liked for a long time. <laughs> because most <laughs> most new music, I don't like it. I don't like most of it. I get it. It's not that I don't like well, it. Know, it just doesn't speak to me. I need to be spoken to. There's a lot of new music out there, and yeah, it's, it's not always the best, but uh, there's always music... That's new to you, Andy. Absolutely. And isn't that great? I, it sure to is. To live in the age of streaming. I, uh, 
Y- like, you know, I'm a, I'm a little music listening freak mm-hmm. these last couple of years, trying to listen to all sorts of stuff. I think that's what what I'm going to be bringing to the show is uh, I'm trying to pick from what I have been listening to lately. I'm stoked to uh, have you as a resource to play music for me that I I don't like and doesn't speak to me. <laughs> Are you excited to have your freaking bean freaked? Because this <laughs> week, I hope you and the listeners uh, came with their beans prepared. <laughs> My bean is ready for a freaking... <laughs> yeah yeah you got you know i don't know how you prepare your beans to be freaked but i soak them in syrup dan yeah syrup in a barbecue you gotta soak soak them yeah you gotta soak them in bbq Mm -hmm. (laughs) anyway anything else going on with you speaking of bbq dan i heard you had a food story (laughs) oh my goodness because you told me before we started oh boy i just got back from would you believe it scully's right here in mm. spring food mm. missouri Ooh, did you get yeah. that crisp crack this is a melvin eureka Mythfits indian pale ale got about seven percent on this bad boy oh. one pint beautiful can let me get the can that is there, beautiful the art it's like a don't want to spill it on the computer but it's really kind lovely. of rainbow background, m- metallic reflective. There's a wolf on there. And you could see through to its skull, oh, to yeah. its very skull. Yeah, yeah. Like the uh, titular uh, ramen shop from which I bought it, Andy. Mm. Uh, Scully's as good as ever. Uh, just knocks it out of the park every single time. Did not make it in time for any uh, spring rolls, which they've been plugging mm. on their Instagram right lately. I uh, got to say hi to... All the old cast of characters, you know them. Mm-hmm. Joe, Jeremy, Laura. Laura gave me the dang beer. Don't tell Joe. <laughs> He'll be ticked. <laughs> I miss Scully's. I'm, I'm eating a lot of good food, but I do miss Scully's. Being in this country that has a revered food culture that dates mm-hmm. back literally thousands of years. They got Asian food over there? <laughs> they have quite a bit. Actually, you you wouldn't believe how much Asian food there is here. You wouldn't believe how much Western food there is here in an inferior form as well. But that's another story. Mm. Dan, it's really brought to my attention and made, made it even clearer than it was before that the food in Springfield is great. <laughs> There's yeah. so much good food in Springfield. We were good going around the city and Andy. like a lot of the cool restaurants here are definitely inferior to my palate uh, to restaurants in springfield it's the truth andy <laughs> they don't have I very good chinese you. food here <laughs> <laughs> that's not true i've, I've had incredible <laughs> chinese food and in, in various forms that you can't get back in springfield but uh, yeah i really miss a lot of the food in springfield hey, you know andy i see your i see your instagram flexes uh <laughs> i see the the nice places you travel to your lovely cats uh, your wonderful uh, life there in China. Mm-hmm. And I can't help but, you know, live a little vicariously knowing that I still get to eat better food than you, at, at least most of the time. Yeah. You had any other really good stuff lately? Oh, boy. What else did I have, Andy? No, no, not really. Been having my uh, beautiful dime pieces. Uh, did a lovely cooking. 
pretty That's often. Nice. Been, Andy, you know what? Some craft mac. <laughs> I lied. She. <laughs> That's don't. I I won't glorify that with a response, Andy. <laughs> and that wouldn't make it through the door. To to quote Andy, the sign outside the craft factory, you know you want it. I, as you remember the craft factory to, by my house, yeah, I, Andy. I've lived closer <laughs> to the craft factory than you have. The fact <laughs> I, I lived in a in a basement, uh, just right across the street from it, and, and and you smell that cheese in the morning, and um, that's just how you make it through the day sometimes. No, Andy, mm. new house has made it uh, into my rotation, dude. Uh, a whole lot. It's 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 pretty much our new go to. We do still hit uh, creation every once in a while, but. Creation's a proximity thing, truly, uh, because the new house chicken is just—it's yeah. crispy. It, it's it's the unbelievable. In town. Unbelievable. I was just reminiscing to my girlfriend a few days ago so when I, you know, my—I taught at York Elementary. It's not a secret now. I'm no longer there, and the school's no longer there uh, for the time being. When I was Knocked teaching virtually, they had me up in a third floor office. It was cramped. It was a built-in desk, Dan, that faced the window. So I had cardboard blocking the windows as I was teaching virtually, and I would leave early as often as I possibly could and do my last class at home, and I would pick up Newhouse on the way home. And I was like getting nostalgic for this terrible situation because like, yeah. I just loved feeling like I was getting away with something, leaving early, having this like hour and a half break where I would just take, get takeout and just eat delicious, just horrifically <laughs> unhealthy Chinese food. So Honestly. Good. Two to three days a week. <laughs> I Ugh. did it two to three days a week for it's about so three good. months. It was unreal. And there was nothing like that here. I mean, that is not Chinese food. It's just something that you mm. can only get in our part of the country, in the U.S. Because yeah. uh, you, you, you can't get that in other parts of the U.S. It's very special. And it's fantastic. <laughs> I've been trying wow. to find something like it. I got some... Korean chicken is is what that type of dish is called here, where you get chunks of chicken with sauce. But everything is it's there's like no spice or seasoning. It's just sweet syrup. It's like sweet and syrupy without any of the saltiness, and it's just not the same. Triple chicken style. isn't as crispy. <laughs> <laughs> My life here is awesome. I really love it, but I do think about food at home as often as anything else. Yeah, and you know what else I miss? It's really crept in here in the last few weeks, Dan. I miss doing the podcast. <laughs> I really loved sure. doing Spring Food Mo. And it was really nice to have a break there for three or four months because it just became such a massive undertaking, as you know, doing Tower oh, Club. Yeah. And especially towards the end, we <laughs> did so much to try and get to 200, which yeah. is my dumb idea. Like, I like neat numbers and tidy, uh, you know, organized <laughs> stuff. Well, but, we were uh, like, we, we should end this because uh, it puts a lot of stress on us. Uh, so let's <laughs> go out by uh, just maxing out, just mm-hmm. clock out, see see what see what we can, yeah. uh, see what our max is. If if I was still around, I think we I would have been like, let's just go every other week and drop Tower Club, and it would have become it would have become tenable. No one was holding us to anything. It was literally just me. So we must do week to week. We must <laughs> not miss a week. <laughs> Just me. Well, <laughs> all in my head. Maybe you were too. I can't speak for you, but every podcast worth its weight in salt it goes week to week. That's yeah, just true. true. Uh, some of them, you know, do occasionally take a break. 
mm-hmm. say around the holidays or uh, other times. But uh, you know, if you're gonna get a listenership, you gotta release the thing every week. That's just a uh, tenant of podcasting. It is. Well, you say we say that it's true. We also like. I think we probably hit a hit the plateau. At some point, we weren't going to get more people listening. And I think the people that were continuing to listen were, were probably going to be fine with, with it switching to every <laughs> other week. I, I would imagine, especially considering people are still listening now. They've, <laughs> like, yeah, they seem to be number- fine with listening to like the worst episode ever after six weeks. Well, people are listening to old episodes. Like our, our download numbers have barely dipped since we were putting out new content. It's very strange and it's really cool. Like it makes me feel really good. I think people are just continuing to find it. You know, we do have a 200 episode archive, and if you like food in Springfield, Missouri, and hearing about rest, like hearing about the stories of restaurants, there's mm-hmm. there's no better place to go. So that the archive and exists, you, and I think that's part of why it's still still it, popping on the feed. If you listen, as they say, to that whole archive, and you've made it now to this point. If you've gone hmm. through the entirety of the archive, you've made it here to Radio Spring Food Episode 2. Volume 2. Volume 2, excuse me. Uh, just, sorry, I, I haven't gotten down the full style guide mm-hmm. that you sent me the yet. nomenclature. For Radio Spring Food. <laughs> <laughs> um, y- you know, Andy, I, I think we're owed some money is all I'm saying. Just hmm. give us some money. If, if you yeah. did listen to all 200 of them and have made it this far, send us some money. Even How though much- the last like few of them were kind of bad we did really <laughs> good there for a little bit the three like before radio spring food were bad this one not great so far but i think it, i think we're gonna pick it up speaking of which let's get into some music dan you got a, you got a song queued up for us andy i do have a song the uh little pseudo theme this week we still haven't quite figured out how we're gonna do the themes but i kind of like it uh i asked you what you thought the theme should be this week and you said idk circus music I made a joke (laughs) (laughs) well andy i ran with it uh you of course leaded with a kiss song i'm sure in theme with uh clowns being in the circus sure um yeah that was so my first song is from odd circus it is hostels
That was 1970 2005 remaster by the Stooges from my probably my favorite album. I, I would say it's in contention for my favorite album of all time. That's a real good song, Andy. Saxophone, the most punk instrument. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. You love a saxophone. Very punk. Oh, that little little X-ray spec saxophone. Oh, totally. Mm. I would venture a guess that Hostiles would probably cite the Stooges as an influence just listening to that song that you played, despite the fact that I didn't know them at all. It's not an a so, lot like uh, nineteen seventy to me. So, so the the band was a uh, Odd Circus. I, hmm. I may have said them out of order. Odd Circus. Band's the Odd song Circus. The song Hostiles. Um, that song, you know, it was already in contention to be played this week because the. You know, circus is in the name of the band. Mm-hmm. Uh, that that bad boy came out last year. Um, I was going to pick something from their earlier EP from last year, which I had listened to, um, and then upon looking at it, saw that they had a newer EP from last year. Listened to that, liked it even more. Chose Hostiles because of the uh, two minute length. Really, I re- I really liked ah. the uh, the titular track on that EP, Arch Nova, which runs yeah. about eight minutes. Uh, but also, that track reminds me a little bit of the uh, musical stylings of one Joe Still. Uh, ah. I, I think he might he might like something like that. And what with uh, mm-hmm. uh, having a belly full of walk bowl, um, <laughs> it, you know, I, I, I figured I'd pay tribute to the man and, and the, the myth, uh, Joe. That's awesome. But also, I was going to play that song anyway. So. <laughs> <laughs> so it's an accidental Great, tribute song, yeah all right i'm gonna play another one now dan last week you said that the goal of our new podcast or that the goal from of spring food mode mm-hmm. from the beginning had been to sure. <laughs> dismantle capitalism <laughs> and yeah, i happened to I remember that hear this song uh this is called i was gonna fight fascism by soccer 96 and alabaster to alabaster alabaster to plume uh, that made me think of what you said, so I'm going to play it now. Beautiful. I didn't either. I was gonna fight fascism. 
Just like a paper tiger Torn apart by idle hands Through the helter-skelter moment Fix yourself while you still can No more ashes to ashes No more cinders from the sky And all the laws of creation I tell a dead man how to
one road back to civilization But there's no road back to you Oh man, I love that Beck song, Dan. That's my favorite Beck Ooh. album, which I know is a really Andy. basic pick, but tell me why you picked it. Definitely my favorite Beck album. Uh, the one Beck album that I uh, come back to ever, really. Mm-hmm. I enjoy that one a lot. And, uh, but you know what you find at the circus there, Andy? <laughs> Sometimes you're going to see yourself a tiger. Uh, yeah, that, that was in contention <laughs> for the circus theme. Yeah, and, I did not. Uh, you played mean your song. I <laughs> was doing that in earnest. I don't have anything hey, circus listen. themed. <laughs> listen, Andy, you give me circus theme, I'm still gonna come with tins, tins across the board. You're 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 not gonna catch me on my toes uh, with circus music. It's Paper Tiger from Beck Sea Change. It's real good, Andy. And uh, the drums, uh, fat as they are, kind of reminded me of the drums in that wonderful song that you played. Yeah, man. That uh, Soccer 96 song I played, so good. <laughs> my, my girlfriend just sent it to me. We, we work for the same school, but the school has two different locations for the upper grades and lower grades. And I obviously go to the lower grades. She goes to the upper. Good teachers, and- bad teachers. <laughs> 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 well, unfortunately, some people would have you think that. <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> That's not true. There was a certain amount of competition between the two, you know, it's one location has certain ideas about the other and vice versa, but who cares? Sure. Uh, so we're on our separate buses and she sent me that song. I need to ask her where she heard of it or if it came up on a playlist for her and she, she heard it knew I would like it. And, uh, so I listened to that a few times. Like, oh, this is definitely going on the show. It's actually one of just a few songs that I heard in the past couple of weeks uh, since the last time I recorded that really did, uh, you know, pull me in and I came back to it and I'm excited about tracking more down and all that. Anyway, uh, it's your turn to pick another song, Dan. Andy. Andy, Andy, hmm. you know, there's a couple directions I could go. I could, I could stay hitting you with the circus songs steady, but I think since we're talking about what you've been listening to in the last couple of weeks, I'm going to get into what I've been listening to uh, this year. I'm going to try my darndest to make my way through the discography of a couple bands I still haven't mm. quite cracked the tip top of. Yeah, haven't gotten to their latest stuff. I'm only gonna do Weezer. Oh, <laughs> Andy, I said a band that I really like, not a band mm-hmm. that I would die for. <laughs> okay, I'm trying to make my way through these discographies chronologically. Um, so this band in particular, I'm working my way through a lot of stuff that I've already listened to. And it's mm. really nice, Andy. It's a good January listen. And uh, for the folks out there who are in Missouri and experiencing nine-degree weather, Oof. you got your heater on in your car, you're going to really love a song that I really love. It's called You Little Shits <laughs> by Stereo Lab. <laughs>
Now, the song it most made me think of and the one that I would play if we had a spare nine minutes is the song Spider's Kid Smoke by Wilco because it Ooh. sounded very similar. Uh, I'm sure Wilco was inspired by Stereo Lab. I would love to hear more about that or hear Jeff Tweedy speak on that. However, uh, the other song it made me think of, uh, I listened to a small sample of it just to make sure, and it actually doesn't really sound anything like that song at all, but I'm going to play it anyway. <laughs> Uh, this is. A, I know that Tame Impala is extremely popular right now. This is a very old Tame Impala song before they were like a frat boy band, and it's called Half Full Half Glass of Wine. I thought it was called Half Full Glass of Wine. It's called Half Glass of Wine, and I learned about it because I saw them open for the National like ten years ago or something, and they played this, and they're like, "This is an old one," and it, it jams way harder than any uh, anything else they've done before or since. I think and it also slows down eventually, so you'll hear how and why I picked it.
half full glass of wine. It's not called half full. Yes, it is. Half full glass of wine. <laughs> oh, we got a classic lime wire kazaa moment uh, with a misattributed name. Are you sure this isn't by a a different band entirely? <laughs> it did kind of sound like a different band, didn't it? I, yeah, I liked that, and I see. You know, I see where you pulled that similarity. I think it had a similar groove to it. I, I think they'll flow pretty nicely together, Andy. Yeah, that, kinda, that was nice. Locked in on a single single riff there. Similar in that way. It's a faster though. Andy. Mm-hmm. Andy, are you there? I'm there. Can you hear me? I think there's something wrong with the internet connection. Oh, wait. Or did I just watch The Matrix? (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Great transition. (laughs) Yeah. I I watched The Matrix a couple days ago. Wrong with the internet. (laughs) Or did I just watch The Matrix? (laughs) Very realistic. It it could have been something wrong with the internet. You seemed legitimately concerned. Um, I didn't let the bit play out too long for uh-huh. fear that you were <laughs> going to like restart your device mm-hmm. <laughs> uh yeah watch that old matrix resurrections movie andy you mentioned it during the last episode do you want to talk about it i don't know how interested people will be in hearing it but we can definitely talk about it well, we just talked about Springfield restaurants for uh, a good 10-minute chunk. So yeah, sure. I think the national, the wide-release movie yeah. uh, could probably play okay. Judging uh, by the U.S. box office numbers, people don't care. <laughs> people don't care about <laughs> Matrix 4. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I get that. It turns out it's not as uh, big of an event to have a Matrix movie come out. I think... The the movie kind of shows that. I think it's a it's a pretty minor story in comparison mm. to those other Matrix movies. I don't know if I totally agree, Dan. Let me start with this. Where do you rank it? Where do you rank it amongst the other Matrix movies? Andy, I would say that I put it probably third or fourth. Wow. Third or fourth. Okay. Liked it a lot. Um, but I also really like all three of those original matrix movies i i re-watched the second and third one uh during the the first week of our beautiful new year mm-hmm. and uh I, I i still love them i think those movies are great i think they're graded on a curve because the matrix the first matrix is a is a 10 out of 10 masterpiece one of the 20 uh, best movies ever made easily yeah Mm-hmm. And maybe my favorite movie ever. But wow, I got yeah. the chance to see it in in IMAX. Uh, mm-hmm. They were playing it two nights uh, in AMC IMAX, and uh, I was blessed to be able to see it. Uh, it was uh. so cool. I was absolutely giddy from like the first moment. I had a I had mm-hmm. a stupid grin on my face, Andy. I was so excited to watch The Matrix, and it held up in every possible way. I watch it probably like once a year i i do the trilogy once every couple of years I, I i like them all i think this fourth one is awesome uh i don't think it's any secret that it's a little uh the the action set pieces are all uh less in scale compared yeah. to the other movies but i think the action gets worse in every uh matrix movie as the uh other like philosophical stuff gets more interesting Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that's absolutely, I think that absolutely this true. This one, my one criticism, I wish it was an eight hour HBO miniseries, Andy. <laughs> I would wish love they it. could I really would love it. 
freaking dig in. Yeah, I agree. I would I would watch so much more of that same story. Man, I've seen it twice. I watched it on HBO because it didn't come out in China until three weeks after it came out yeah. in the U.S. They got that three week rule. Uh, they're trying. Yeah, uh huh. That's what it is. <laughs> And not because it didn't pass the censorship board in time. Well, yeah, the, the, no, it's because of the Earth's rotation. It takes <laughs> your three weeks behind there. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> That's how the time change works. I forget. Yeah. yeah. Yet somehow I'm also 14 hours ahead of you in this moment. Mm-hmm. Just with movies, it works differently. Yeah. 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 Um, if you've seen Lost, it kind of explains a lot of this. <laughs> So I, I was I traveled with a bunch of other people from the school where I work, and obviously I traveled cool. with my my girlfriend in a smaller group, and like I could not get anyone else excited to watch this movie with me, and like <laughs> I brought uh, an HDMI cable so I could throw it up on the hotel TV from the laptop and everything, couldn't get anyone interested, and also I, I couldn't just like walk away from the group and watch this movie for two and a half hours while everybody was doing stuff. I don't think anybody would have appreciated that. And also I enjoy and value human interaction, even if it's just playing the game code names for literally 12 plus hours because it was raining on the beach. Most of the time that we were there. Wow. I did, we didn't talk about that. We didn't talk about any of the extensive traveling that I did over the holiday break on our last episode. We just talked about things that are not interesting to anyone. I'm sure. Uh, yeah, me too. <laughs> I, we didn't talk about my big cool trip either. <laughs> You just went to the kitchen. It's your big, cool trip <laughs> from your bedroom to the kitchen. Uh, anyway, I, so I wound up watching The Matrix Resurrections on my laptop uh, next to a pool at like 11 p.m. after everyone wow. else had gone to bed. And imagine my surprise when there was like a good 15-minute chunk in the last third of the movie that I did not remember <laughs> because it <I> apparently <laughs> dozed off. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we did sure. go see it on I went to go see it uh you know with my girlfriend and some uh some friends on IMAX last weekend and I think it's a movie where knowing the form it takes because it is so meta and the tone is so mm-hmm. different at least for the first like third or half than the other movies knowing the form it takes makes it a much more positive experience. So if you've I seen it you know that, that. The, I, Oh, I love it. You you, you I, just liked I, it the first time? I loved it from the get-go. I I yeah. thought all of that was great. That did not throw me off uh, i i think all the action set pieces except the final one are uh i thought the final one was pretty cool i don't want to spoil anything about it but i think there are elements of it that were pretty chill it's a much lower key movie for sure yeah. including it's the also fights, a COVID shoot what well, it's true yeah the second or some of it was uh i even like some of the action more the second time kind of knowing that it wasn't going to be mind-blowing and appreciating it more for what it is uh, I think it's a lot of it's pretty solid and certainly is shot and, and cut better than most action in most movies is and that you can tell what is happening, uh, which which is great. But the story, yeah. I mean, okay, so I, this is my second favorite Matrix movie easily mm. uh, at, at this point in time. And again, so much of the fun of this series is spending the last two decades talking about them and the way we think about them changes and what we think of them changes and thoughts sure. evolve and so on and so forth. And I I don't I know that my feelings about Matrix Resurrections are, are going to change over time. That's what's part of what's so exciting about it. But right now, I love it very much. I mean, it's a sequel about sequels and why they are unnecessary, but also why we want them. And it, you know, it's a movie that kind of sets out to both uh, 
prove why it shouldn't exist and in doing so justifies its own existence fully, uh, which yeah. is pretty wild. Pretty wild. No, and it doesn't I, I thought that, all that stuff was incredible. Yeah, it, it's so good. Uh, it's just such a great piece of storytelling about storytelling that's also just satisfying naturally on a story level. Their, their love powers the Matrix. It's wow. so good. <laughs> I think it, <laughs> it, I think really it makes... Does. I think it makes Revolutions in particular a better movie. It, it makes watching Revolutions more satisfying to me knowing that the end is not permanent. Sure. Does, does that make sense? Yeah. yeah uh, I, I, I like Revolutions a lot. Oh, I think people did, I do too. Uh, not knock that one, but uh, I think it's I think it's really great. They're all they're all just so good, Andy. I'm, I'm happy that it it wasn't just a total clunker. I, I you know. I don't know if they have plans to continue the series. Yeah. It almost seems like they they may, but I, I think it'd be pretty cool. And I, and I don't often think that, I, but I would like to spend some more time uh, with, with the old Matrix gang, yeah. Andy. I would do it. I would 100% in for anything the Wachowskis make, just full stop, but would love more Matrix. Uh, one thing I particularly love about that movie is it's so funny. It's really funny on purpose. Which yeah. is you can you can kind of contrast it with Matrix Revolutions, which has a ton of jokes that do not work, and <laughs> yeah. it, they just straight up don't work because uh. the tone of the movie is so dark and the jokes come out of nowhere. Um, I think it'd probably be a better movie if they just went through and cut all the jokes out because they they do the movie a real disservice. But I I yeah on that level I think it's a much better movie than than uh, Revolutions. Revolutions. I I I rewatched this movie. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And I'm I'm rewatching it. By the way, the day after, I yeah, I just rewatched all of them also. So these are fresh. So we've both just rewatched them. Context. Andy, I watched this bad boy the day after my beautiful girlfriend and I got boosted, got our mm. COVID nineteen booster shots, and uh, Andy, it, it it laid us out for a yeah. day. We were we were both uh holed up in bed. I had enough energy to of course watch the matrix revolutions my girlfriend did comment that it is the the, the flashiest movie oh a it's lot a of very flashing. flashy movie Andy. yeah that's funny uh which uh i i agreed and and that it probably was the worst movie to to try and watch while another person is napping <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> revolutions heads will uh will 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 get that uh, how the movie's flashy. Andy, you know what's wild who's... about revolutions to me? Sorry, one more thing. Tell, no, Andy, more, more. Give how, it to me. Put it in my it freaking is wild veins. How good the visual effects are twenty years on. Like the oh, mech yeah. effects look better Incredible. than most visual effects do now. And I I don't know what the explanation is. I'm sure there is one. As to why, as to how effects have gotten worse, like movies, effects in movies look worse than a video game on the PS4 now. Like it doesn't make any sense to me. Well, they are uh, uh, made of templates and farmed out to. Uh, they're, they're one of the last parts of our filmmaking industry that uh, can be uh, effectively union busted and yeah. uh, like sent pretty much wherever they want <clears throat> to. Uh, to China? Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what I, I don't know. A lot of. Andy, yeah, that happens a lot with video games too. Outsourced to uh, animators and programmers here. I'm not even anyway. close to done talking about the Matrix. 
Please, more. The music of The Matrix, because this is a music music podcast now. The music. I actually Uh had a few songs that I wanted to highlight. I don't think any of them are going to be my next pick. Uh But you, of course, have Club to Death. Rob Dugan (laughs) plays as Neo is walking past the woman in red. Um, uh, We'll actually go ahead and play. I'll, I'll play it for you right now. Let me just share my screen here. (laughs) so that was just a little clip of that rob dugan of course also has chateau the the uh, song that plays whenever neo's uh swinging the big axes and stuff at everybody Mm. that one's pretty good yeah my personal favorite andy gotta be minefields by the prodigy plays Mm. just briefly after the uh Dragula they walked to that minefield. <laughs> no, it's 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 in the rave club before Neo ever yeah. exits the Matrix with Trinity. There, minefields plays. Um, it being on the Matrix soundtrack, of course, led to me in the third grade doing a Taekwondo recital. Uh, the, the, I, I don't even know what you would call it. Uh, routine. Uh-huh. Taekwondo routine uh, at my school talent show to, okay. to, to the music of the prodigy uh, minefields, <laughs> which I think we should just go ahead and play at least a snippet of right now. Go ahead, go ahead and just put in the minefields so that people can get a taste of what third grade Dan was doing Taekwondo to in front of his school. Now, had you had... <laughs> had you had minefield lessons? Had you had uh, Taekwondo lessons? Oh yes, just- yeah. This, this was me, <laughs> me and a couple different guys from the uh, from the local taekwondo, the uh, like Fox Grape Academy of Taekwondo. I just next to like the, the idea dentist. of you trying out for the talent show, not having taken taekwondo lessons, <laughs> and just like doing fighting stuff. No, Andy, this was a serious routine. Punches, kicks. I thought you were going to ask if I had experience with the Prodigy, uh, which I absolutely did at that point. I, I really, really grew up loving the music of the Prodigy. <laughs> R.I.P. Keith Flint, of course. Yeah. I'm going to do uh, another pick now that has nothing to do with anything we've been talking about. It's just another That's song fine, that Andy. I heard over the last couple of weeks that I really enjoyed. It's by a post-punk band that I think might have appeared on a playlist on the show before, back whenever we did do playlists after food reviews on the longest episodes in the feed that you can find, with a few exceptions. Uh-huh. This is the band Fontaine's DC, the brand new song called The Jackie Down the Line. I love this band. The, you know, it's, it's one of these bands where they started as a, the guy started as like a talk singer, but now he's mostly just singing with some talking like inflections. And uh, oh. their music has gotten a little bit more chill over the years. They're getting ready for album number three, and this is maybe the chillest they've sounded. And eh, maybe chill is not the right word. 
it's pretty high energy still, but it's uh, just a really beautiful song, I think.
happens if it will? Is the problem you're allergic to a well-familiar name? Do you have a problem with this one if the results are the same? Let's see the medicine. Yes, in the medicine.
Wow, we had a little musical conversation there, going back and forth mm. with songs instead of words, Dan. That was fun, Andy. <laughs> I played Jackie Down the Line by Fontaine's DC. You, you sure replied did. with Girl, You Have No Faith in Medicine by the White Stripes. Fantastic uh, song. From Elephant, like at the circus. Mm, that's very good. And then I said, hey, you know what? That reminds me of the Van Halen cover of You Really Got Me by the Kinks. And then Dan stuck another another song in there. Tell us about your last pick, Dan. Andy, I I, I heard the shredding of, uh, of course, Eddie Van Halen and uh, decided to go with the most recent uh, shredding that I've been listening to. I'm also trying to make my way through the... Uh, vast prince discography wow. this year andy uh and that's the last track off of his very first album i'm i'm, I'm a full two albums in andy got got prince got stereo lab i'm going through the fall again it's gonna be a massive year yeah uh, i'm sure I'll, I'll get into all sorts of bands uh, that i'm trying to make it through so you've already heard my favorite prince song then which is the first track off his second album his self-titled album is called i want to be your lover that's my favorite Prince Incredible. song. Uh, it's unreal. It's a great song. Yeah. There's a club version that's also good, but cuts out this like instrumental jam in the middle. And uh, I think it cuts out some of the buildup at the beginning as well, maybe. But I got to hear that album version, almost six minutes long. That's the song that I play whenever, well, back when I used to drive, getting off work, getting in the car on Friday, getting ready for a good weekend. I put on, I want to be your lover. It's so good. It's one of my all-time favorite songs. I'm so excited for you to go mm. through Prince. I'll be really interested to hear your thoughts on that. And I hope that yeah, we hear some yeah. Prince deep cuts on future episodes yeah, of uh, Radio to, Spring Food. They're pretty much all deep cuts to me, except the real big ones. Uh, mm-hmm. Excited to get into the, the real late career stuff. I, it, it's a, it's just a massive discography, and uh, I, I think a pretty well-regarded one. So uh, very excited, Andy. Why Prince? Well, you know, last year I made it through... I listened to all of the fall mm-hmm. by the fall. Uh, by the time <laughs> autumn came, I, I had finished the discography of uh, the great Manchester rock band. The fall this year, uh, I, I'm just back at it again. I got an even longer list of bands, and I'm kind of obsessed with uh, like the really kind of massive discographies. And, yeah. and the can't say I've ever listened to a bruce springsteen album all the way through sure uh, but i am going to listen to every single prince album all the way through i i don't know it's just a kind of a recent obsession of mine within the last few years to get through these full discographies and uh oh i'm excited especially after those first two albums man that he just shreds so yeah. freaking hard oh it's yeah nuts. I, I think at this point history is caught up with how good of a guitarist prince was because the general think of oh, yeah. you know prince is just uh, like a singer and you know sexual uh star like one of the most sexual stars of all time but uh no i, he was, I think some people within history always knew no, i think it's yeah. a certain See, section of uh caught up people. that's what i'm saying like it's pretty yeah. it's pretty well known that prince was like one of the all-time great guitarists in addition to being one of the all-time great every other thing you can be great at in, in music <laughs> uh Prince was incredible. I, I had almost had a chance. I, I had a chance to see Prince at one point. I don't think I've talked about Ooh. this. My, I have an uncle who's a huge Prince fan. And uh, while we were in Palm Springs, Prince announced he was going to do three shows in one night in L.A. at three different clubs. <laughs> and my uncle tried really hard to get tickets, but the tickets were like $1,000 plus, And he got oh. shut out. <laughs> yep. So I didn't really come close. It's just someone in my vicinity was trying to get us tickets to go. And it didn't happen. 
But uh, it turned out he played all Latin. He would like it was like one of the clubs is a Latin club, and the other ones were like other clubs for different types of music. And so at, at each club, he played that type of music exclusively. So he like played Latin music oh. at the Latin club. Which <laughs> oh my cool. goodness, that sounds nuts, Andy. When he died, he was doing a solo piano tour, just like playing uh-huh. his, his classic songs and non-classic songs or whatever, just oh, yeah. on piano. There's an album of them. Yeah, just. I, I really I would love to do what you're doing and maybe I should. Maybe this should become a Prince podcast. Let's not do that. No, I, <laughs> I disagree, Andy. We should definitely not do that. Yeah. I'm glad that we have a free form thing like this mm-hmm. so we can uh, touch on all the stuff. Uh, I, I think our listeners this year will probably hear a lot of those uh, Prince cuts, a lot of the fall, a lot of Stereo Lab, uh, and a lot of uh, the other groups that I'm going to be making my way through, Andy. They're they're just held hostage with me. And speaking of touching on stuff, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> Next. I will go ahead and do my final song. Um, keeping with the theme this week. Uh, by the way, if you would like uh, to hear all my other songs that made the uh, short list, uh, head on over to the Radio Spring Food Spotify profile and you'll find uh all of my picks as well as all of our picks together my last pick this week andy you've seen the tiger Mm. you've seen the elephant yeah you had a band just named circus i'd say i did pretty well but isn't there something missing andy popcorn (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's right andy it's the pop popcorn song by the ding dong boys here we go folks
played some clown song and then i played i don't <laughs> want love by the antlers which is a song that gets stuck you. in my head a lot and it was on my list but the song you played vaguely reminded me of it as well so. don't you love when that happens andy yeah. it's called serendipity kismet <laughs> <laughs> andy uh yeah and uh, my song was a uh, 50 50 clown by Cocked Out Twins off of Heaven or Las Vegas, another band I'm going to be making my way through the discography of this year, although I'm pretty sure I've heard all their songs. Uh, they're my girlfriend's favorite band. Oh, so, that's awesome. Uh, get played a lot around the house. Really love the vibes, Andy. I love the vibes. It's either <laughs> that or uh, th- there's a song called Fancy Clown off of uh, Mad Villainy, uh, and a real good uh, kind of deep cut from that album and one of two songs that pulled up when i typed clown into my spotify library and <laughs> that'll be on the danny's picks playlist for this week sure uh, the old radio spring food uh, yeah uh, spotify last thing i want to talk about is the band spoon dan do you have don't thoughts on the band spoon? Andy. i don't i don't really uh i i'm not a i've never really listened to much spoon What's the song from the 90s? Because I had one song on my iPod for a long time. I don't, I don't know what it was. 16 Candles? Is that it? I don't think that's it. No. For a long time, their biggest song was a cover of another band's song. It was called I Turn My Camera On. Uh, I think maybe that was on an iPad commercial or iPod commercial or something. iPhone. I, I don't really know. But they put out a single just this week called Wild, which I will play. But first, I wanted to play a song of theirs from uh, 20 years ago uh, just to show how consistently great this band has been for so long. Uh, I feel like they're pretty rare. It's pretty rare for a band to stay this good. And they're like they're better than good. They're like reliably four to five stars out of five releases, at least for me. And they're just so good at doing this one thing that they do that I think they're often a little little overlooked because uh, it's not like they've evolved or changed a whole lot except like, okay, so I was doing some math this morning since my girlfriend and I were talking about this. Uh, so Spoon started in 1993 
and they have they did, haven't really taken breaks. They just keep putting out music. And if you think about other long running bands, okay, so the Rolling Stones started in 1962, and currently Spoon is 29 years into their career. 29 years into the Rolling Stones career was 1991, and they hadn't had a hit in a decade, uh, <laughs> which is crazy to think about. And yet this year, Spoon put out a song that like a couple songs actually that I think are will go on Greatest Hits Volume Two because they put out a Greatest oh. Hits collection like two years ago. Uh, let me let me start with uh, a song from 2001 called Anything You Want because they they started sort of like a grunge adjacent band like post Nirvana and it took a couple years for them to like kind of find a groove and I don't mean like uh, a niche I mean they actually started grooving with their music. And once they picked up on like locking into a groove, that became their thing. Like these really driving songs with some aggression that were also like had a little bit, a slight bit of funkiness to them. Once that started uh, around the early 2000s, they never really let off that. It's just crazy to me that these two songs came out 20 years apart and they both sound very much of their time as well as kind of ageless. Give it to me, Andy. Yeah. Let's see if anything I just said makes any sense. I 
songs spanning three decades i guess <laughs> is that wow. how that math works out yeah it does yeah it spans three different decades what a band i think they're just really incredible andy i was thinking of molly parentheses 16 candles by the band sponge ah not spoon <laughs> i got my spo bands mixed up while the that song was playing, I was just thinking about it and making connections in my brain as you do. That song, Anything You Want, was written in the wake of the singer of Spoon's uh, breakup with Eleanor Friedberger, Dan. Ooh, wow. And Didn't know that. Uh, yeah, he's got several songs uh, about that period of his life, including, I'm pretty sure, the song called New York Kiss, which was written like 15 years after. It seems like a well he goes back to every now and again. Uh it also reminded me like one of the most awkward moments in an interview I've, I've ever heard uh, when Mark Marin uh, was interviewing Britt Daniel <laughs> and he would, he thought it would be interesting to talk about the fact that they had both dated Eleanor Friedberg and had like a rough breakup. And <laughs> Britt Daniel was like, no, we're not going to talk about what? this. 
<laughs> he didn't outright say no. He just refused to engage. And it was uh, you just palpably awkward. It's like, well, why did why did this not get cut from the episode? I, I don't remember any of that. I mean, yeah, I get, it's, you know, podcasts it's, are sort of ephemeral like that. But yeah, it, it may have been in my head just because because I knew that all that that backstory uh, that they and they just made they glossed over it. But I was like, whoa, that's like not a thing. <laughs> that you bring up and something like a million people are going to hear. It's just so weird. Bad question, Mark. Take a clue from the probes over here <laughs> at Radio Spring Food, baby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, <laughs> yeah. N- neither of us had to learn that lesson the hard way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> neither of us. <laughs> Andy. Uh, I like the idea of letting the podcast ride out on a song mm-hmm. every week. What do you think? That sounds good to me. Is there anything else we need to uh, touch on, as you say? I don't think so, Andy. I've touched on just about everything in my area. I can't. I don't see anything uh, on, on this playlist here that I haven't touched on yet. Of course, if you do want to see all my funny little uh, puns about things in the circus and other songs that uh, almost made the cut this week, head over to the Radio Spring Food Spotify, where you'll also find all of our dang picks for the show. Uh, if, you, if you want them straight to the veins, don't want to have to uh, d- use your stupid little fingers to type them in <laughs> yourself, you little dummy. <laughs> anyway hey uh, i just want to say thank you to anybody to everybody who interacted with us after the last episode we got a lot more interaction uh uh, than we had from our really bad just talking episodes Uh and i appreciate the feedback i appreciate the uh positive constructive feedback yeah legitimately has made it exciting to do uh please get in touch if you have any ideas or if you have like a theme you'd want us to cover or something like that please don't hesitate send ideas don't say anything bad uh, ever. Don't send us that no. stuff. Keep it to yourself. Don't do but it. If you have nice things to say or suggestions uh, that are constructive for the show, I, I personally would love to hear it. And also, uh, <laughs> I love to message with people. I feel pretty disconnected sometimes being so far away. So <laughs> if you feel like messaging, send a message to the podcast account. and You'll probably get a very long response back because what else do I have going on? A lot. A lot. I have a lot, but I do like talking to people. So. Never stopped anyway. you before, Andy. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you is what I'm saying for listening and for the saying nice things about yeah, what you've thanks heard. Thanks so much. I, I love it. Give us uh, some themes. You've seen how I've knocked this one out of the park, and I'm <laughs> going to continue to knock it out of the park with the very last song here on Radio Spring Food. It's another cut from The Turning Wheel, which we heard last week, the beautiful spelling album. It's a song that reminds me of the circus, Andy. It's called Magic Act. Bye-bye.
wonder where my phone is. Um, have you checked up, up your, your big fat ass? <laughs> <laughs> 